Pro Talk with ProTech, digging deep to learn the stories, lessons, and accomplishments of experts in the real estate industry. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Pro Talk with ProTech. I'm your host, Lexi, and today our guest is Kevin Hughes with the group of Compass Real Estate. Welcome, Kevin. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Of course. So to get things started, I wanted to start with a little bit of an icebreaker. So I always like to have people tell me two truths and a lie, and I have to try to guess which one <clears throat> is the lie. Okay, so you did you did give me this before, so I did have a little bit of time to think about it. Okay. But, um, okay. So here they are. Um, I grew up in a hair salon. My dog is named after a golden girl, and I got to the last round to be on Real World. Uh, I'm gonna say the lie is you grew up in a hair salon. <laughs> That's actually true. That is true. Yeah, my mom owned a hair salon all growing up and also did hair out of our house a lot. So every Sunday morning there was women getting highlights in my kitchen. Oh my gosh, that's perfect. <laughs> that's amazing. So which one's the, the lie, lie then? The lie was I, so I did try out for Real World. Okay. I just didn't get to the last <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I was literally wondering, I was like, I hope that that's not the lie because I wanted to ask you <laughs> yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. more about that. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, okay, well, to start things off on a positive note, just tell me something <clears throat> good that's happening in your life right now. Yeah, I, um, well, I, you, you know, that's when I just got back from Italy. I was, I was there to see one of my closest friends get married, Ooh. and so that was really fun to witness. Um, and it was like this gorgeous, amazing wedding in Florence, so it was really Imagine. fun and super positive. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Um, so you went to Italy for 10 days, is that was, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, you were there obviously for a wedding, but I'm assuming you like explored, like what was the favorite thing <clears throat> that you did other, other than the wedding? Yeah, we went to, um, so we actually went to Santa Margarita after the wedding, which is like Northern Italy, um, with a bunch of people from the wedding. Um, and we got to go to Portofino too. Special kind of fun fact is that we were, so we were there on like Tuesday of last week and then, um... Courtney Kardashian got married in Portofino like two days later. Um, so then it was like all over the news. Yeah. And like the town is like, I think 400 people live in it. So wow. Uh, when it was funny because we like, we sat outside right where they're like all walking by and stuff. So that's, that's cool. crazy. Yeah. Did you like know that that was happening? No, or we had no idea. <laughs> like, I, was I mean, it's like a super ritzy like, like town um, that we just visited for dinner. But, and I was like, who? vacations here but it's clearly um the Kardashians yeah well yeah. basically you were at her wedding exactly. like it's the same thing yeah okay. which I would say that my friend's wedding rivaled hers so. yeah of course I love <laughs> it <laughs> uh okay so switching gears a little bit into real estate um what's your story like how did you end up <clears throat> being a real estate agent uh, you have how much time do you have <laughs> um, what did you got yeah so well, as I said, my mom owned a hair salon growing up and my dad um was a partner in a restaurant so I kind of grew up with a very entrepreneurial spirit. Mm. Um, I'd helped my mom a lot with the hair salon with like in terms of like marketing and trying to help her grow the business. Um, and so I think that was my first like touch into like, I want to own my own small business one day. Um, and that, so anyway, I went to college at University of Maryland. I got my marketing degree there. And then I, um, after, after college, I started working at a ad agency um, in New York City. So I worked in New York City for eight years after college, um, the entire time working in digital advertising. 
Um, so I kind of went through a bunch of different roles, but I started, by the end of it, I was working, um, I worked at LinkedIn, I worked at um, apartmenttherapy.com, so that was like kind of my last job before real estate was doing ad advertising sales at apartment therapy, mm -hmm. and the notion there was kind of like, let me try to sell something that I like talking about, yeah. um, which was real estate and home design. Um, and really, it just came down to like, I wanted to own my own business. I kind of got bogged down by like anything corporate. Mm -hmm. um, and I kind of always wanted to be a real estate agent. So even when I was young, I used to say I wanted to be a real estate agent. Um, I think it kind of like mirrors being a hairstylist a little bit mm -hmm. because like, and that was the business I grew up in. It's like, you have clients, you're providing them a service, you're looking for referrals, you're building your own business. Um, so I kind of always thought I wanted to do that. And so really I um, was living in New York City at the time. I was so fed up with like the corporate world and I was like, I want to do something on my own terms and grow my own business. And like, I want something where they're like, the sky is the limit. Mm -hmm. And what do I love that? And basically I also got to this point where I was like, I didn't care about what I was selling. Like I didn't, I was like, what, this isn't like a big deal to anyone. It's like, you know, these huge corporate budgets that I'm trying to get and the people that are like managing them don't really care at the end of the day about right. it. And so I was like, what, I think that's really what I love about real estate is like, I'm helping someone with such a huge life event. And so it has a lot of, uh, importance mm -hmm. and in my day to day. So like that kind of goes back to everything that I do of like, whoa, this is a huge deal for this person. And so that's what gets me out of bed every morning. Mm -hmm. Um, whereas when I was working in advertising sales, I would be like, what is the point of yeah. me even okay, doing cool. this? Like, Sale. cool. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe I'm going to get like an online sign up from what I'm selling, but like it doesn't really move the needle in any way in people's lives. Right. So yeah, I like got my real estate license in New York city. Like, I got my DC real estate license in New York City. Okay. Um, I'm from Maryland and I, you know, grew up in the area, so I kind of wanted to be closer to my family. I knew that and I didn't want to do real estate in New York City. Mm -hmm. It's just like such a rat race there. Um, and I knew that I wanted to like build a business where I thought I would stay like long term. Right. So I ended up just moving down to DC cold. Um, wow. I had my real estate license, but like I didn't have the actual license. So I just moved down here. I had like made a whole budget for the year of like how I was going to live without money. Um, <laughs> Smart. Yeah. And then I started like, I, I didn't have that big of a uh, network here. Like I had, you know, some friends and some, and some family obviously, but it definitely wasn't like something where I was going to like start and like day one have a client. Right. So I really had to look at it kind of strategically and figure out like, how was I going to make it in the business? So I started working on some pretty big teams, um, and then I started doing a lot of open houses like right away. I mean, I didn't, at the time also, I didn't know DC that well. Like I, I knew it, but not in a way that like I felt like- You could I, help other people, yeah. yeah. So I was like literally going on runs throughout DC and like memorizing streets <laughs> oh and like gosh. memorizing like like while I was running of like where I was and I was like what okay this neighborhood looks like this and what's there and what's what's here so you know over the last five years obviously that's come way more easily and I feel like I know the city inside and out um but it, it's kind of funny to look back on of like how I how I got there so I started doing open houses mm -hmm. um and I was really really successful with those and so that was kind of my area that I shined in mm -hmm. um and that's how I built my whole business wow. um so 
Now, you know, I'm co-running a team, I'm helping other agents, um, I'm working with my business partner very, very much close, uh, very closely. Um, and he actually, funny story, so my business partner is Tyler Superco, and our moms actually um, worked in the same hair salon when, oh. we, when they were pregnant with us, and they were <laughs> friends, and we grew up together, like we went to the same high school, um, so, and he actually helped me when I was moving down, like talk to a bunch of other agents and different agents and figure out where I wanted to be. And then once I kind of became more established, um, we decided to start working together. That's so, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So kind of like full circle of like exactly. your life of yeah. kind of like doing the marketing stuff, which is obviously a huge part of real estate as a whole. And just that entrepreneurial like mindset and shift. <laughs> and like, did you ever think back then when you're like, you know, one day I want to be a real estate agent that you would be where you're at now? No, I had no idea. I mean, I, with, I, always say like my wildest dreams I couldn't imagine of like where I got to mm -hmm. already today um, just because I, I remember like being like I just want to sell one house yeah <laughs> I'd be happy it's in my budget uh, and I, I um and I actually sold a house three and a half weeks in to real estate wow um like this couple walked into my open house and we're like, we want this. I mean, I got very lucky, yeah. <laughs> but they wanted to buy it. And um, so I kind of went through the process very quickly. Um, it definitely was a lot of growing pains of like figuring out where I like fit in the business and where, how I want to do it. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I didn't have any, I mean, I've always dreamt big. Like I still am dreaming big. I still have a lot of aspirations, but um, no, I don't think I, I don't yeah. think I would have known. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I love it. Um, what would you say outside of real estate that you're passionate about? Like, what do you like to do for fun? Well, I guess this is a little bit real estate related, but I bought a row house that's built in 1890 Ooh. and I've been renovating that. So that's been like a huge like project and hobby. Um, I don't know how much fun it's been, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it's, yeah. um, but it's definitely, it's kind of like a, a side project that I've been working on that I'm I am enjoying and like I'm excited to see what it will be at the end yeah. um, I'm living there obviously so that's kind of been a pain point um, I love food my dad actually I mentioned that he was a partner in a restaurant so he's a really good chef um, so I kind of grew up with great food I've recently like during COVID and everything gotten into cooking more I love spending time with my dog uh, she's named Sophia after a golden girl, golden girl. Um, what kind of dog she, well, <laughs> she's a mutt, um, a shih tzu, but I got a DNA test for her and it came back a hundred percent shih tzu. So oh. I tell everyone she's a purebred. Yeah. I mean, of oh, course. Yeah. 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 Um, probably got her at a discount she's too. certainly not. <laughs> um, but yeah. And then like, yeah, I, I mean, it's been really nice being back in the area over the last several years, being closer to my family. I have a niece that I'm close with Ooh. and a nephew that's going to be born in the next couple weeks. Ooh, so. congratulations. Yeah, yeah, thank you. That's always fun. Like I have six nieces oh, and I wow. just had my first nephew be born. We're actually going to visit him oh, this weekend. Nice. And that's like the best feeling. Like yeah. being aunt, uncle is like... It's very fun. Oh, it's so much fun. Yeah. And then you so can like fun. hand them back. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay, I can go get some sleep. I can go like do my own thing, but exactly. then have fun and do things yeah. when I want to. That's awesome. So with the, with the house that you're renovating, I know you said you're living there now. Are you planning on staying there, like flipping it, renting it, or what's your... You no, know, I haven't decided yet. Okay. Uh, it, depending on the day, I have a different answer on that. Yeah. Um, I, like, right now, I mean, it's a great house and a great location. Um, I think I'll hold on to it in some capacity for mm -hmm. a long time. Yeah. So whether that's, like, once it's done, then I'll rent it out and just, like, hold it. Especially with, like, 
I mean, I got a really good interest rate on it, so mm. I think it's a pretty good rental property eventually. Yeah. Um, but I kind of want to see it to the completion and then kind of figure out what I want to do. Just like one day yeah. at a time with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it might be uh, rent it out and like buy a new construction sheet condo that I never have to do one thing to. Yeah, I get so. that. I have, my house was built in 1940, so not oh, quite wow. as old, yeah, but yeah. we not necessarily renovated it fully, but did a lot of renovations. And that's yeah. like the trickiest part with that is like, no, nothing is like, there's no straightness to anything. Like everything yes. takes 10 to, I mean, I think with any project, but especially the older homes, like yeah, it's like it's you open impossible. up the wall and it's like creates like 10 more problems. Yeah. 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 And you're like, okay, now I hate this yeah. house, but and it's also like very clear in my house at least that like several of the past owners did not take care of it. So mm -hmm. it's been kind of me figuring out how to get it up to speed. So yeah. and it's actually helped me with my business as well because now I look out for things like oh, I'm sure that I never used to yeah. think about. Um and kind of make me, especially also when people are like, oh, I want to do work to a house. And I'm like, all right, well, let's talk about what sure? that actually <laughs> looks like. And like are you prepared to do this and yeah. that? And like especially when people are like, oh I want to I'll just renovate the kitchen when I live there. And I'm like, okay, well then like this is have you thought about X, Y, and Z? So right. It's helped definitely in my in my professional life as well. Yeah, give you a different perspective. Um, what would where would you say that most of your business comes from? Like <clears throat> what sets you apart? Yeah, um, I would say most of my business at this point um, is from past clients mm. um, and referrals. Um, during COVID, like open houses really stopped working for me. Yeah. I think it has to do with the mask, like the mask being on and not being able to kind of interact with someone and see like their face and their reaction. Um, this year has been really nice because I have had a lot of past clients start to sell. So that's been kind of, it's been really rewarding in my mm -hmm. opinion of like kind of watching them buy the place that I, that I helped them buy and kind of watch to see like it appreciate and then them kind of decide to sell it, me help them sell it and then watch them as they buy something else. So that's been fun. And it's also like nice to know the person and feel comfortable with them. Cause the first few years are kind of just like working with all new people. Right. Um, I mean, I think what sets me apart is definitely, I, I think it's my tenacity. Like I am very competitive. Um, I like to win and I think that's super important in this current market, um, mm -hmm. as well as whether you're on the buy side or the list side. So, um, and I think in addition to that, I would say, I mean, I would say most people I think would say that about me is that I'm a perfectionist, um, which can be good. And, and you like be, to win. <laughs> yeah, which can be bad. But, you know, I'm definitely like very, very on top of everything and, and super responsive. So I would say that's what sets me apart. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. And it's got to be a little challenging for like your past clients who you said you watched them buy that house. Now they're selling and that's all great. But what's that like now trying to help them buy something else in a completely different market than when they yeah. first bought the it's last been, one? Yeah, it's been interesting. I mean, some a lot of them... I feel like bought, you know, maybe they bought like a one bedroom condo and then mm. they were like, oh, they got married or had a child. So it's been kind of fun to like watch their lives progress as well. Yeah. Um, I think also like an, an agent gave me a good bit of advice in the beginning and I, and I always think about this and it's like when you're helping someone buy a house, you always have to think, do I want to sell this in three or four years? Mm. Um, because you don't want to just sell something to someone because you want the sale or like you want to, you want to make sure that they are buying something that makes sense and that when they come to you in three or four or five years, you're like, hell yes, I want to sell this right. and like, you're going to make great money on this and it's going to be something easy to sell. So I am so honest with my clients. Like I am like, you can't buy this mm -hmm. or, you know, this is a basement, 
unit and these are what I always make it very clear of like what's going to be harder for resale so I'm always thinking about resale right. when you're buying yeah um, and so I think that's something that's helped me because now when my past clients are coming to me and ready to sell I'm like oh these are actually great listings to, to sell and right. I think that's something that I have been strategically thinking about for years so yeah I think that's super important because every person has a different a different timeline a different like are they going to be there three years, five years, 10 years? Like that makes a big difference yeah. in the decision. That and I think that's make. something also that I've been talking to my clients a lot about in this current market of like, you know, cause everyone's like, am I overpaying for my house right. with the crazy competition? And it's like, the answer is yes, yeah, sometimes you are, but it, what is your goal? Like, is your goal to stay in this for 10 years? Is this your forever home? In that case, it really doesn't matter. Right. If you think that you're going to stay in this house for two years, then Hey, let's, think about Rethink, this way yeah. more closely um, because you know I'm not sure if the you know if you're gonna you're gonna make money back in two years if you're paying a hundred thousand over asking or three hundred thousand over asking right. um, I mean depending on the, the circumstance so yeah. sometimes sure I mean sometimes actually like there's a bunch of people that during the pandemic like bought in 2020 and then they realized that their house went up like a hundred grand and they sold it and they sold it and made money in a year I mean I just had clients that bought a house in Annapolis and the person had only owned it for a year and a half and she bought it during COVID and she made like 150 K oh with, within a year and a half and she did nothing to the property. Um, so you I, never know, you never know. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's just like, it's, it's a fun kind of always moving market. So yeah, absolutely. Um, tell me your craziest experience while working as an agent. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I always tell my parents these stories and they're like, you have to start a book. Uh, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. My mom and dad actually always said that too about like the restaurant and salon business as well. Um, I think it's just working with the public in general. For sure. Um, my craziest story, it actually happened to me this year. Um, I had a new, I had a listing and it was a past client um, and he he had bought it as like um, a crash pad in DC. So he didn't live there. And... Um, I got, so I was getting it ready to go to the market and I got a note from him that was like, Hey, my, um, my condo was broken into, um, like basically giving me the update. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like, and he's like, yeah, the police came, like, seems like it's all fine. But like, and I was like, Oh, like, do you want me to go over and just make sure everything looks normal? I'll take photos for you. And he was like, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. So I go over there and I take a bunch of photos. There was like, it, I mean, it looked as I had saw it like the previous week. So I just figure like, okay, it's fine, whatever. So um, me and my business partner, Tyler, go over there with the contractor, I think two days later, um, to kind of walk him through what we needed to do to the property. And when we get in there, I the first thing I notice is that there's like a TV dinner that's like um, on the counter. So like, but it wasn't there prior. And it was and like I'm a vacant house? It was a vacant yeah. house. Like my client was was in another state. So I was the only person that had access to this unit. So immediately I'm like, that wasn't there before. So, but Tyler hadn't been there. So he's not really understanding what's yeah. happening at the moment. And then I kind of like look over and the bathroom door is locked um, and closed. Well, it's closed. So I go over and I feel it and it's locked. And I'm like, all of my 
all my alarms start going yeah. off. I'm just like, what? Something's weird. There's someone in the bathroom. So I'm trying to like tell Tyler, and I'm like, Tyler, the bathroom door is locked. And so he starts just like getting out his credit card and he's like trying to open it and he's looking under the door. And oh my he's gosh. Like, and I'm like, stop. Like, <laughs> and so finally, like nothing, nothing happens. We can't get the door open. And I keep keeping like, we need to leave like right now. So we end up leaving and like come to find out like this person was squatting. There's someone squatting in oh the, gosh. in the, so they knew you were there and just not, well, I think they the knew door. we were there and they like barricaded themselves in the bathroom. Oh my yeah. gosh. So the person ended up getting arrested. Yeah. I was going to say you had to like um, call the cops. Yeah. Everything. And it was also like super close to the Capitol. So, and like the speaker, I think, or like, I think Mitch McConnell lives near him. So there was like all these, like all this Capitol Police around. Yeah. So they, I think he ended up getting arrested by the Capitol Police. Oh my gosh. That's terrifying. <laughs> well, thank God he like barricaded himself in the I, door, in I the bathroom. Like, what would have like, happened if we would have opened it? Right. Really scary. Yeah. You're trying yeah. to just like open this It's door. always like, it's so like, you can really get yourself into weird situations in this business because you're like entering spaces that you have no idea yeah. what's behind the door. And so... I mean, I've heard even crazier stories than that. Oh my gosh, that's terrifying, <laughs> terrifying. Well, I'm glad that you guys were fine and that he got arrested. <laughs> um, what would you say that you love the most about what you do? I mean, I think I already touched on it, but I, um, I would say that, you know, like previous sales that I did, as I mentioned, like I wasn't that, I didn't really care that much about it. And I think that because this is so much money and such a large decision for people, it's super, uh, it just means a lot to them. So I, that is what I love the most is like, it's such high stakes for me per day. Um, and that's kind of what gets me up and motivated to like work really, really hard for my clients. Cause I'm like, this is such a big deal to them. They're like not sleeping, they're super stressed. Like they want me to kind of facilitate this process and make it easier. Um, and then I also love watching, I love watching like my clients, um, make, make a lot of money from real estate. Yeah. Like, that's something that I love. Um, so recently, like actually yesterday it closed my client, I helped him buy in Mount Pleasant. Um, and then he, for like f four months, we did renovations to his house, um, in Alexandria, um, to get it ready for the market. And originally like he was he wasn't gonna um, finish the basement and a few other things that you know we had said and we really pushed him to do it. Mm -hmm. um, so I think he, so he used Compass Concierge, which is a great program that we have at, at Compass in which Compass will upfront the money to do repairs to your house or upgrades to your house before you go on the market and you don't have to pay any of the, you only pay the money back at closing, mm -hmm. um, no fees, no interest, anything. Um, so he was able to utilize that program. We ended up finishing the basement. We redid the kitchen. We renovated a half bathroom. Like we did, we finished all the floors, painted the whole house, did all new lighting, um, landscaping. So it was about like 50 grand that he put in. Um, so when we first met with him, he was like, my dream price is 850 somewhere around that. And we were like, all right, well, I think that's doable. And he's like, but if I'm going to put this money into it, you know, I want to get higher than that. And we're like, well, with the current market, like we think that it was a super cute house. It just needed to a be a TLC. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and like, we needed to add some square footage to it. So fast forward to yesterday, we put it on the market. We got an insane amount of showings. It looked so good. Mm -hmm. Um, we, you know, we staged it, it looked beautiful and uh, ended up getting a bunch of offers and he ended up getting a million 65,000 for Oh my it. gosh. Um, so the closest pass sold in the neighborhood was 
uh, at that point, like when we went live, because when we first started, it was 8.50. Yeah. When we went live, it was like 8.95, something had sold. But now, I mean, now it's, it's 170,000 yeah. over the last pass sold. And it's truly because this house just looked, looked so good. good. Yeah. Um, if you look at the before and afters, it's amazing. So anyway, that was super fun to watch. Um, he, like his response to us when we, after we ratified the, and it was an all cash offer, he was just like, I'm completely stunned. Um, you guys were remarkable. Like, I can't uh, thank you. I can't thank you enough for like pushing me to do these things. Yeah. He kept saying like, you know, I've been reading articles and the ROI isn't there. And like, we were like, just trust, me. Yeah, trust us. Yeah. So anyway, it was really fun to watch and he was just so thrilled. So it's like watching my clients you know, make money. I think it's fun. So. Yeah. Watch them win. That's amazing. I love that. Um, and what words of advice would you give our listeners about real estate just in general? Yeah. I mean, this is, so I would say like for the consumer, I read something recently cause I think everyone, a lot of real estate agents right now, like the word they're using is like this crazy market. Mm-hmm. And I actually think that like crazy should be switched out for like this, phenomenal market mm-hmm. um, because we're seeing phenomenal results in all ways. So whether you're a seller and you're getting amazing results, phenomenal results, right. like by uh, making you know $170,000 more than you thought you were going to make on the property um, or as a buyer, like, you know, finding something off market or finding the perfect property in this market is a win. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you can still find good deals in this market. Um, I mean, in addition, like, I think that as I, as I kind of mentioned, like there's so much appreciation going on right now that, you know, if you bought two years ago, like you're seeing results. Right. So I think looking at the positive side of this market as well right now, um, and trying to, you know, we, we also had you know, historically low interest rates. So there was a lot of opportunity during this crazy market to make it a phenomenal market for you and your goals. Um, so that's, that's something that I think right now it's like, though the interest rates are rising a little bit, we're still seeing an extremely strong market. And I think that it's foolish to sit on the sidelines if you're thinking about it, because I think that we're going to continue to see a strong market, especially in DC. I mean, mm-hmm. it's always a very strong market um, and we don't see it much of a downturn. Um, so yeah, I think it's, I think it's more of an, market of opportunity and not a crazy market. Cause I think crazy kind of has like a negative connotation right. to it. Um, and then I think like if I'm giving advice to like other real estate agents or like how to do well or whatever, I think that it's, I always say this to, to, uh, you know, newer agents that are asking me for advice. It's like this job. One thing that I love about this job is that there's so many different facets of it that you have to be good at. Um, so I'm constantly being challenged. So whether it's like, being a really good real estate agent, like knowing the process really well and how to sell a house really well and how to help a buyer. Um, it's also like you are your own business owner. So you have to be right. really good at marketing and advertising and client relationship management after they, mm-hmm. after they close and keeping in touch with people and doing events. And so there's so many different aspects of it. And I always say like, figure out what you're good at and focus on that and like really put your time and energy into that. So like if you're doing open houses every weekend and you're not finding success, stop doing them. Yeah. Like put your effort into something that you are good at because I see, I constantly see newer agents kind of like putting their time and energy into things that, you know, maybe, maybe they're never going to be good at. Like I, 
you know, there's things that I'm really not good at that I have just like been like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to try that. You know, like I don't like cold calling. So like, I'm not going to sit on and call expired listings because like, I'm not great at it. Um, I'm never going to be. I mean, I probably, if I really try it, I yeah. could be a decent at it, but I don't, you don't like, have to be good at everything. Yeah. You know? And so I always say like, just put your effort into some, like the look at how, how do I, cause like the first thing you want as a real estate agent, you're like, I need clients. So yeah. it's like, how do you get clients and what is the best way to do that for your own skill set? And mm-hmm. so that's like my advice for newer, yeah. newer agents. That's great. Try different yeah. things. See what you, what you like and yeah. what you're good at. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kevin, for being on the show today. No it was fun problem. talking with you. Yeah, this was super fun. I always, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and so it was fun when you reached out because I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be on the podcast. Now you're on the podcast. Look at <laughs> <Exactly>. that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Awesome. Well, I hope everyone has a great day. And remember, if you're looking for a reliable inspection company, visit our website at protect-inspections.com and be sure to follow us on social media to learn more about our services. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Pro Talk with ProTech. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow ProTech Inspection Services on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn.